Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Now, when I said, hey, Jeff, or hello, Jeff, right then, who, <laughs> Danielle, who was I addressing? Jeff Probst. Or might I be referencing Jeffrey <laughs> Kassenberg? <laughs> you better not be calling him Jeff because apparently he does not like to be called Jeff. His name is Jeffrey. Well, or as as I call him, J. Katz. The world is hard. I mean, you don't like to get cease and desist letters yet. You sure. still get them in the mail. <laughs> or your email. Yes. Even faster. Oh, they email them now? They emailed them to us. They yes. don't serve it like a guy with like a balloon, like a guy dressed up like a balloon delivery person is <laughs> right. like, you got served. <laughs> I wish. No, no. Wow. I just mentioned to Brett, I am very emotionally spent. It's been an incredible 24 hours for old Ding Dong. But I'm still very excited to be here on the original podcast. Yes. And talk about Survivor. If you haven't been paying attention, just briefly, Daniel, this is the this is the world's second premiere fan streamy verse fan podcast. I know there's one <laughs> above there us is. and between. There is. <laughs> but anyways, Danielle, if you haven't been following on Twitter, Danielle landed an interview with billionaire, millionaire, <laughs> something there. I think it's like, according to Celeb Net Worth, I think it's like $900 million. He's close. He's closing in on a bill. Let's He's just call him. In. You know what? Let's just be nice to the rich today and just call him a billionaire. <laughs> just round him up. Jeffrey Katzenberg, yes. the Frost Nixon of our era. He's on yes. Streamiverse. It's releasing tomorrow, Monday, correct? Correct. If we can pull it together. We had to... I mean, we, we talk about this on the episode that we're going to put out, but we don't edit. <laughs> Our episodes. Really, I don't edit this but, either, FYI, audience. Yeah, because I feel like uh, that's the point of doing a podcast with someone you have a great rapport. Is that's sort of the upside is you don't really have to edit out your garbage takes. But for this, for these episodes, there we needed to edit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so poor Rob, the guy I do the other podcast with, he, that falls on his plate. So. Yeah. Hopefully he'll get it done. It's it's a tech tech feat because, you know, we did the interview over Zoom, but we had our mics. And then the way we're doing it is we went back and rewatched the Zoom interview and commented on it as well. Oh, so, so it's a director's cut double F. Exactly. So he's going to have to figure that out. So listen, guys, if you're interested in Quibi and my personal beef with them at all, those episodes come out starting tomorrow. And meanwhile, back on planet, hey, Jeff, we had a very exciting episode of Survivor. More of this, just what I would call like the bad Molly vibes at at Tribal Council. And I know we'll get to that eventually. Yeah. But um, so I believe we discussed this last week. I mean, it feels like we spoke, you know, eight months ago last. I just I know getting just my my uh, sense of days and times and circadian rhythms have not been uh, of this world anymore. But did we discuss last week how like what what was Tony's like deal with this move last week to get out? Last week's move. Because I don't know. I don't think instantly they all get back to camp and they're like, so that was all Tony, right? That, that was kind of shady. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we did. And I mean, it's hard because we sh- we need to get through the whole episode. Obviously, a lot happens. There's a lot of interesting stuff. And this is sort of jumping ahead to the very end. But 
all these episodes that we've done of Hey Jeff, we've been like joking about how Tony like kind of sucks <laughs> and like just isn't is like a flop player in some ways just because he's like he comes across as like a very duh <laughs> man. He comes but across like Summer of Steve 2016 or whatever exactly. it is. Like Summer of Steve. Oh, no, I did think Boogie about Down Steve Bronx. Who is from the Boogie Down Bronx? That Glenn. was Glenn. He comes across like Glenn from BB. Exactly. But someone did tweet at us when we were making fun of him and said, actually, Tony is a freaking beast. And <laughs> like <laughs> that has really proven to be true. I'm learning so much this spring in our mentions because people are like, yeah, we're watching. Sur- yeah, we're fans of Survivor and we're, we're kind of gutting it through your podcast. We're, we're, you'll figure it out eventually. And which is which is nice, which is nice <laughs> yeah. to hear. But I, I guess people are coming back from the the crap island at some point. Like, there's only two or three episodes left this season. I don't know when that's going to happen. There's still like seven people left in the tribe. Yeah, Come, it's it's spread a mess. It out, it's a, CBS. Yeah, it's a mess, and it's a journey because every episode, you, like you mentioned, that the days are blending together. You can't tell what time is anymore. I feel the same way about these Survivor episodes because now we've come into, now that we've hit sort of a peak insanity, we just hit that same insanity every time now. Yeah. Where, okay, we're at Tribal Council where a lot of confusing shit's going to happen. People are going to whisper through it. Jeff's going to let it happen. Like it's going to be a hot mess and then someone random is going to go home. Like it all follows the same beat now. So I'm sort of like, wait, didn't this happen last week? (laughs) And like, what's happening? I know. As I was loading up the, my computer and getting ready to call you this afternoon, I'm like, granted, this is our fault because survivor comes out on Wednesdays and we're taping it closer to the next episode of survivor coming out than the, than the one that we're actually talking about. Maybe we'll find a time to actually record these like on a Thursday or something like that as the Maybe. season as the season draws to a close. But I was like, who was evicted? Was it Jeremy? That doesn't seem right because they wanted Jeremy out the whole episode. And it's usually never the person who they want out the full episode. It was Kim. It wasn't looking good for Kim this week. And Kim is like, well, we mentioned she's the one to get out. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not a bad move because I thought she was playing a pretty strong game, but. You know, I mean, not strong enough to run into the buzzsaw. I, I didn't. I kind of thought everyone was kind was dumb at the end of this episode. Yeah, I including thought so her. too. I mean, we're jumping ahead. Let's go back. Okay. So, back, Tony and Sarah are yeah. partners. <laughs> yes, and be a back to Tony where we started. We tried to start. Right. Tony and Sarah are partners, and I put a question mark because I didn't realize this. Um, but this does come into play later in the episode. And then Cowboy, I forgot his name. Ben? Not Tyson. Ben, ben was very mad and wouldn't talk to Jeremy, even though Jeremy was trying to like get back onto his good side. Yeah. And then Michelle and the others are against Tony. Kind of, except for they're all still working with Tony. It's, it's, right. it's a bit weird. Tony's hiding in a tree. There's like, <laughs> you know, back to what I was calling him a clown at the beginning of the season, like because he's hi- he go he runs around and he hides. Like there, there's a bit of like a, I don't know. It feels like there's a bit of a Mrs. Featherbottom sort of thing going on <laughs> with Tony, where it's like he's hiding in the tree and everyone's like, "Hey, Tony, 
Like, yeah. the first, only time we actually see him doing something in the tree is when Sarah walks up and is like, hey, Tony, immediately like recognizes that he's sitting in the tree. Yeah, it's it's just so confusing. I'm sorry. I know I say this every week, but I don't know who actually is working with who and who is loyal to who. I know. Well, we mentioned this last week. It's part of our big brother brains is that it's like they all name themselves like the straight shooters or like the laser <laughs> beams. And it says hashtag laser beams on the uh, on the on the screen every time. And it's like sort of a different grouping of people every time everyone wants tony gone doesn't matter he's got a he's got a he's got an idol he keeps winning these competitions like he's not going to be he's going to make it to the final three i would imagine unless something crazy happens him and denise uh i don't know i mean i denise (laughs) kind of feels like she could be a random cannon fodder i mean there's so few people left i can't imagine a scenario where ben and tony aren't both in the end game, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But so we also go back to Fart Island Hell for yeah. a challenge. A tremendous, tremendously hard looking challenge. Why? It's an endurance challenge. I have a question for you about this. Okay. Yeah. Did Amber, wife wife of Rob, compete in this challenge? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think don't know. she just sat there because they didn't really show her. I didn't realize till the end, but they didn't show her like walking and being sad and stuff. Maybe they if she pulled a Sandra and was just like, no. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I would have done. Like, Yeah. At a certain point, it's like I, I'm not. Like they really are just our little clowns here to entertain us by like doing very strenuous physical activity and I, I think some of them are game and are fine with that and some of them must realize and be like i'm not doing this for your little tokens yeah adam, your little tokens adam who appears to be the youngest and he's skinny so i i, I sort of conflate that being young with like being fit but mm-hmm. he's like i don't even need to i don't even need to do this this, this doesn't suit my strengths and i think he stops it's like what's the point I mean, yeah, he was in last place. And I just want to give a shout out to the camera operators on Fart Island. Uh-huh. Always giving me the uh, shot that I do not want. In yeah. this case, it was, you know, it was like a shot right up uh, Adam's bony butt. <laughs> I just did not want to see it. Did not want. Nothing against, nothing against bony butts, but it was just not for me. Yeah. Um, so Natalie, Sophie, Yule, Tyson, Parv, and Wendell got some chips or whatever. They're going to get a cookie later. Who, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they got their chips. I mean, they're all in great shape. Congrats. Like, what else can I say about these people? Oh. They're in great shape, but they're doing nothing. One disappointing Rob. thing. Rob oh, okay. fell, busted his elbow open. We did not see yeah. if the vaguely British nurse was on call. <laughs> But one thing I did, I'm glad you brought that up because it was one thing I wanted to bring up. Rob, we've discussed his body transformation before. And in this episode, I could see a six pack being formed. I mean, he he's sort of like a late career Shaquille O'Neal. Like he spends all summer eating cheeseburgers. The season starts in late October and he sort of 
by by the time March comes around, he's like sort of in shape. And that's what Rob does. Rob's like, all right, I I can sort of coast through the first half of the game on my social game. And like we're doing all these group competitions anyways. Hopefully I'm not on the same team as Sandra. And by by the end of the game, I'll be in shape. Unfortunately, this is winners at war, baby. He's, he's not around. But yeah, he's like sort of getting in shape. There's hope for he the looks rest great. of us. <laughs> yeah. Just have to go spend a couple weeks on Fart Island Survivor running diet. back and forth. Yeah, with a coconut 20 times. Oh god. So yeah, just shout out, shout out to Rob Six Pack. Um, and then we get into this bucket challenge. So there's definitely feet here. Many feet. Sad feet. This challenge was insane. Yeah, that. I think it went like a little bit over 15 minutes. Right. Have you ever held your hand up for like one minute? It's horrible. (laughs) Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't, uh, didn't Jeff say that like, because this is a challenge where like they added all these little parts to it. Like it started one way. It's like a fan favorite or something. And he, he, didn't he mention that at one point, one iteration of this challenge lasted for six hours. Didn't he say that? Yeah, but he said that there were you were standing flat on your feet and or maybe just over one hour. I don't know. But you were you could stand however you wanted to. You could pr- you could like lean on the pole if you wanted to. You could like use your hand, use your non holding up hand you can use your other hand to support the hand that's being held up like you could do all sorts of things that were like yeah this is a waste of fucking time for everybody right like you can't even you couldn't even i mean ben barely touched the pole as he was sort of flopping around and he was out so this is sort of the best version of it just like get in and get out in 15 minutes it's a hard thing to do yeah, it's like truly as a viewer of Survivor, I don't care how long this takes. Yeah. Like, whereas on, you know, on Big Brother, we get to watch from beginning to end. And if you have the feeds, an endurance challenge, which can be very amusing, it can also be very boring. But I don't really care if they're up there for three hours or for 20 minutes, whatever. Just like, let's see it. Let's see them suffer and get in, get out. Because either way, you're editing it, editing it down to seven minutes anyways. Yeah. So like, what if does it matter? Yeah. If it's a 15 minute comp or if it's a four hour comp, like you're devoting the same amount of time to it. Yeah. So <laughs> I did think it was hilarious. So they're all doing this challenge. A couple of people fell first, but then they all seemed like pretty solid until Jeff Slips into his Applebee's promotional voice. Oh, Mrs. Fields cookies like, time. And he's like, yes, you see correctly. A platter of peanut butter, chocolate, and chocolate chip cookies with the way Jeff pronounces food items is mm. insane. <laughs> I haven't noticed it. Maybe there's like a, a he TikTok says it account is, devoted to I it. mean, he, it, it, it must bring him back to his like starving host days when all he wanted was to land a commercial for Mrs. Fields cookies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like all he wants to do is be like, that's right. This cell phone <laughs> bill is only 15 bucks a month. Yeah, so there's just like a veneer because like I think Jeff is a great host. He's he's, he's incredible. Just enough fun, just enough like serious, and take you know takes the whole thing uh, 
as seriously as it needs to be. Um, this is just this one very quirky part of him that I've noticed with people sending us the videos of him, you know, saying the different <laughs> Outback Steakhouse, steakhouse menu items. Yeah. And now today, yeah, the way he talks about food, I'm talking ice cold glass of milk. Like, it's just so over the top. Would you drink Unless a glass of milk? Yes. Would I drink a glass? Oh, that was the question. I thought yeah, something else it. was coming. No, would you drink would a glass a- of milk? I Like have- on Survivor, probably. Well, yeah, I would. I have drank milk uh, as an adult after eating spicy food. So, yes, I would. Mm, but that even then, that's like more of a remedy rather than like an actual thirst like my, quencher. Right. No, I would never drink it to quench my thirst. It's meant to be for something to be dunked into it or to temper something like hot tea or coffee. Mm, yeah. It's just milk is, I don't know. Like Although, I saw, I saw mm, that milk and it's like dripping with perspiration. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to drink this warm milk on an island. Although loophole, when I put my, when I eat cereal, I do drink the milk from the cereal. After. I do. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's the only time I really consume milk. It's just, as I've gotten older, I've been more and more just off put by the idea of milk. milk. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> So, so, and can we just talk about like this treat looked absolutely hideous. It just looked like diarrhea on a plate. And here's where everyone, maybe they're starving. Maybe they, they have like reverse social media brain. They haven't been on social media for so long that their thought processes are not working. He whips out the cookies, chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> and they're all like, yeah, get me off this fucking, get me off this thing. And like, it was over instantly. It's amazing. And Tony, they don't know he's got a, a got an extra idol. Ben does, but Ben's already out. Tony wins again. Denise wins again. And it's like Nick and Michelle, like, you guys are young. Like, shouldn't you have the stamina to like not eat a cookie for twenty days? I know. I mean, how's that? In that moment, I was like, they must be so starving. They must be the way they ate it, and they were like, "How much time do we have to eat?" <laughs> like, they were wolfing it. Down. Well, because it was until he he said you can eat as many cookies or whatever you as you want until the competition ended. But what the moment he took up, he said that. The competition was over. And then my which almost, led to my favorite part of the episode. Tony wins and says, can I have a cookie? Jeff says, no, you cannot. <laughs> um, yeah. Tony and Denise are powerful. Oh, yeah. They, I am, if I was on that island with those two, I'd be concerned. I'd be worried and I'd want them both out. I think they have the resume. They have it and they are power, like their strength. It cannot be understated. So everyone instantly after this is over is like, oh man, uh, we probably all shouldn't have jumped off this fucking, <laughs> this fucking plank because Tony's going to be in this for another week. And at least two, because they don't know about his, his other idol. So they're back to voting Jeremy out, which you know is not good for like the first person who's like 
wait, should we vote Jeremy out? And you're like, oh, no. Kim, right. no, no, it's not going to be good. <laughs> uh, we have a sequence where, where Nick is really bad at being a liar. Like, these young people, man, they're just, Nick and Michelle, they're both, like, bumbling over their words. Yeah, they're like, bumbling fools. Um, Tony paid Nick to fall. Yes, he gets he gets a little fire token out of it. I liked that sequence. It was very mob, mobster. Yeah, it was because he he wasn't paying him, and Nick had to like get him to pony up the dough, and then and then Tony's like, "All right, well, good, you're paid in full." <laughs> and Nick even <laughs> said, "He's like, hey, my pockets are a little bit light here." <laughs> that was cute. So I had been um, right at this point in the episode. I write in my notes. Why don't they just vote out Sarah? Kim is going home. Uh, Nostra Bretrus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's weird. It sounds like I'm a nostril. Yeah, and I know. A it doesn't, listen, that, it just does not work with your name. I tried to make it work. It does not work. Listen, we're all struggling here in the choir. We are. Yeah. My brain's so, not there. And then Jeremy and Denise were pissed at each other, but I couldn't quite understand why. Oh, I didn't even write this down. I just... You have, there are the numbers to, like, if you all want to vote out, if there's this silent, like, let's get Tony out thing, but oh, dang, we can't because he's got a, an idol. Yeah. If that exists, and y'all know that he's, like, working pretty hard with Sarah, he, like, concocted this scheme to get out Sarah's second closest ally just so he could have him to himself, have her to himself. Why'd you vote her out? And that didn't really cross anyone's mind. And like the, you know, like, don't you want to, if you can't get out the big bad, like, don't you want to get out the top lieutenant or something like that uh, or vote out Ben? And it bad. just, and it's like, you have Jeremy, Kim, Nick, Denise, like Michelle, like, why don't you all get together and just vote Sarah out or vote Ben out? Like, <laughs> These people are not really on your side. I have no fucking clue what Michelle's doing, honestly. Like she, Me neither. She, I think she just voted with the group because, like, just to save her own ass and just like keep being under the radar. Um, I never know what's going on with her now that Wendell is gone and they don't have that story arc for her. I'm just like, what is this? What what is going on with her? Yeah, she needs a new arc, like. If this were a soap opera, like she would need to like get into a car crash and like have a brain transplant or like, yeah. If this something was like that. <laughs> if this was Real Housewives, she'd need to throw a glass of wine or her ass is out next season. You the know? producer would be like, "Hey, Michelle, um, Jay Cutler is single now." Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so then we get into so we're in messy. Messy, uh, what's it? fucking campfire night? What's it called again? <laughs> Who knows? Who cares? Eviction night. Campfire um, time. Uh, we're in it and it's a mess. Tribal as council. Usual. Tribal council. <laughs> I hope as the audience, you're just enjoying this. They hate, they have to be like, oh my into God. madness. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're in tribal council and it starts as like a regular messy ass tribal council, which you can tell that the people on Fart Island are also like, 
what is this bullshit? Yeah, there's like this contempt in their eyes. Like, what the hell are they doing? Do they all like, eat poisoned why? fish or something like that? They truly have some sort of madness where it's like edge of extension sucks. But like they're all relatively like calm and they're doing yoga and stuff. Like these people have like got cabin fever on the main, the main uh, island, the main whatever the fuck the big we're show. watching. Oh my God. So yeah, they, they just, it's like they save all of this for tribal council. And I'm, I'm kind of getting over, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> Because it just happens every week at this point. So at this point, I actually would rather Jeff be like, you should have done this before. We need to get a move on. Like, start voting. And no more whispering aloud. Like, say it to the whole group. If you want to talk now, you can, but you can't whisper. Jeff's even, I think Jeff is getting there because they start doing it again. And he starts doing this like little horse racing man voice. And he's like, all right, Ben stands up and Ben goes around the corner to talk to this person. Like... <laughs> He's, I think he's, I think he's pretty entertained by this. And yeah, it's I mean, just, it was fun bored. the first three times, but now it's, it's just become how tribal council goes. And so the element of surprise is up. The one, the interesting part was after all of that happens, people put in their votes. Then Jeff is, uh, is like, does anyone want to play their immunity? And then this hot mess happens where Tony looks to Jeremy, says, like, are you good? Jeremy says, yes. Then he looks to Sarah and is like, Sarah, how about you? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, I'm going to play it for Sarah. He brings so her he to play So he reveals that he has, he reveals to the, yes. everyone that he has a hot, an idol, which I think is not a great play. Right. I mean, you usually want to keep these things secret, but whatever he's the beast that everyone says he is not a he clown is. he really is so he offers to play it she says no which i'm sort of like at that point just take it why wouldn't you it's his it's not yours what does it matter for a moment i actually thought it was a really bad move by her i was like you know what maybe these people are smart enough to like all vote out sarah nope So, yeah, it just doesn't get played. He puts it back into his little messenger bag. Yeah. And then it turns out, I mean, it turns out to be a fine move on her part. And but Jeremy she... also almost plays the 50-50 thing and then right. doesn't. I mean, I, I guess he's right to, to hang on to it. I, I mean, does he have to give that back to Michelle at some point or is that his? Like, I don't know. Can Michelle be like, hey, I thought you were going to get evicted this week. Like... You didn't even use it. Can I have that shit back, please? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. I don't know who's on each other's alliance, who's actually loyal to who. I didn't realize what was a good move and what was a bad move during Tribal Council. And I'm just, this is a call out to my, to our listeners who have been so helpful in the past. If you can <laughs> give us some tips, <laughs> me especially, and like explain it like I'm five or explain it like I'm your like very old grandmother who you oh, want yeah. to make watching Survivor a nightly ritual with, um, just tweet at us at HeyJulieBB and explain to me, how do I discern what is good strategy and what isn't on Survivor? Because right now I'm really drawing a blank. Because I thought Sarah saying no to the immunity idol was insane. 
insane. And then I, and then she didn't go home. So it was fine. It's like, not only are you ensuring your safety for the week, you're also taking away safety from your number one meat shield. Yeah. And exactly. And who, there's so six people the left. There's six people left now. <laughs> like what, like when else are you going to use it? When else are we going to use these fire tokens? When else are you going to use your chip? Like, I guess in the next two weeks, obviously, but like, we're getting, we're getting out of the point. Everyone all year is like, oh yeah, well, I got this thing. I, uh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to it. Sophie, I'm going to wait. Sitting yeah. in your cooch, girl. <laughs> now you're on cooch Island. <laughs> so, so yeah, Kim, I mean, you called it. Kim had to go. Nostra Bredis. Nostra Bredis. She had to go. And that was the end of the episode. Yeah, that was it, ladies and germs. I just want to call out that I'm looking. I, I did not do a call out for questions, and I'm sorry. I have, some, I have some et cetera. I have some miscellaneous to bring to you this week. Well, I do just want to put out one Looking at our, our Twitter, Cornelius Breadworth <laughs> followed us on Twitter. Good. <laughs> AKA Cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw that. Someone made this account that's like a, it's like a fancy cornbread account. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. Is that a little monocle? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God to you, for you, Cornelius Breadworth. <laughs> um. All right, great. You have some ETC, and I have a, I have like one or two ETCs as well. So let's get into it. Okay. We previously discussed a feature film called The Way Back. <laughs> yes. Now, you know this for sure. I mean, you're you're the one who's taken Saturday calls with media mogul, film industry mogul Jeffrey Katzenberg. Mm. Film industry is out of whack right now. Yes. Top Gun 2, delayed. Fast and Furious 9, delayed. Et cetera, et cetera. In the Heights, delayed. In the Heights, delayed. You know, James Bond, see you 2020. No time to die. Not in 2020, baby. <laughs> I know the Academy of Motion Picture Sci Arts and Sciences has butts around with the rules of what can be nominated for an Oscar this year. So previously, the movie did have to get released in a theater. Even if it was one theater in Los Angeles, it still counted. Right. This year, there's some fudging, whatever. Cool. I don't know the exact rules. Is The Way Back the front runner for Best Picture right now? And like, if all these movies don't come out, is The Way Back as discussed on Hey Julie, a.k.a. Hey Jeff, <laughs> the best picture winner of 2020, Parasite, The Way Back. I would die. I mean, no, no, it can't be. That's, you know what? There's all this drama in the news these days about how the theaters want to reopen and it's definitely too soon, but the theater owners are like, mm, we can't go bankrupt. We like, need to sell wait. this corn. <laughs> You know, yeah, they're saying we need to sell this corn. And you know what else they're all saying? We cannot let The Way Back be the only picture shown in theaters. We must give the people another option. Please let us open our doors. And so, and so, I mean, if that is that, that would be so perfectly 2020 if that does happen. Ben Affleck gets his acting nomination. Like, it just sweeps. 
Oh my god, yeah. Everyone in that movie gets a nomination. Best, Best supporting script. actor, Al Madrigal of the Bailey <laughs> Show. <laughs> it will. I mean, it, it would be incredible, and then you would all have to see it. I bet some people listening to this podcast, I mean, I bet the vast majority of them did not watch that movie <laughs> and were listening to us talk about it going, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> um, speaking of things that like I've watched that I know a lot of our audience probably has not, but I am going to give a shout out to a Quibi show. No! Called, <laughs> I have to, because it, it pertains a little bit to our podcast. It It's called Floored, and it's a dance competition where the floor moves and uh, various obstacles get thrown at the dancers, literally thrown like physical things. This actually is very much connected to our podcast and is very on topic. Because, yes, because. Oh, you know, yeah. Okay, go for it. Sorry. Because Heath Lumen. Good follow who, on Twitter. <laughs> he is the like comp producer or designer or whatever for Big Brother. Yes. And he is behind this show. And apparently, like, they tried to pitch it to TV and it didn't get picked up by TV. And it's not TV. It's Quibi, baby, that picked it up. It genuinely is very fun. I, I've only watched the first episode, but it is very funny. And I'm surprised that it, it got passed for TV because it's, like, exactly the kind of summer viewing that's family-friendly and, you know, very amusing. No one gets hurt, but you still get the thrill of watching people fall. I mean, they've had that like wipeout thing and then the thing where you're sort yeah. of like on the treadmill and then the thing comes towards you and you have to like get in the shape of the cutout. You know, that yeah. one. I forget what it's yeah, called. Totally. I mean, Fox has been advertising a tag competition that starts in a few weeks on Sundays. It's called like Tag Warriors <laughs> or Ultimate Tag. And I'm like frothing at the mouth to get some tag. Wow. Just like that movie with John Hamm. Oh, tag. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. Was it John Hamm? It was John Hamm. It was uh, Jake Johnson. It was Hannibal Burr. I never saw this film. But on the, on the first day of filming, Jeremy Renner broke both of his arms doing his own stunts. And they had to CGI Jeremy Renner's arms for the rest of the film. Right. I remember. Yes. I remember hearing about that. Oh it's, my gosh. Should we do that? It's, for like, hey Superman's, Julie movie <laughs> it's like Superman's mustache in, uh, in the, the DC movie. I know I'm not watching that tag movie. It looks horrible. Okay. No problem. Anyway, <laughs> the other ETC I wanted to bring up is related to that, I guess, which is, you know, the weather right now is beautiful in New York. Oh yeah. It's positively summery. I am still working from home. It is, it is a perfect opportunity in time if we don't all get to go back to our offices and if the stay in place continues to have a TV show on that I have 24-7 feeds to watch. And I'm just going to say, if this summer we don't have Big Brother, it's going to be really painful. Yeah, I mean, we discussed this right before we started the pod that it's the first week of May right now. Usually it starts, usually cast comes out like June 10th to 20th, somewhere in there. And the season starts like in the June 20s, June 25th, somewhere around there. Yeah. Man, if 
we're we're on track to get there. Hopefully, I don't know what CBS hasn't made an announcement either way. They did casting. They didn't. They canceled all the in person calls, but right theoretically, like they got to get all these people. But also, like they're gonna test all these people. Like, but they still have to fly most of them in from like Cleveland or Texas or wherever the hell they live. Like, what if they get the Rona at the at LAX? Exactly. What are they gonna use the new? CEO of CBS's private plane for all of these people. Maybe. I don't think they're spending that money in this economy. I'm just saying, like, with the weather this nice, it makes me think of summer, and summer just isn't this. I mean, I don't know a summer without Big Brother, so I'm I'm getting worried. We are going to pod so hard about this season of Big Brother. <laughs> so hard. And that's, we need it. So if any, I don't know if anyone at CBS listens to this, but if they do, just the One, people can Julie this. be on the podcast? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two, have you heard of Cornelius Bredworth? <laughs> Three, the more, now more than ever, we need this season of BB. So please, please make it happen. Oh, yes. We're, we're sending up a prayer to the BB gods. And um, and we think we don't have any questions this week because it's Sunday. Because it's I'm, the Lord's Day. You know, it is like, the Lord's Day, and I flopped into math for any. I'm sorry, but you guys know you can always send us questions and comments throughout the week. We did get um, we did get some people saying like there is a comeback competition for people on the edge. So thank you for telling us. Yeah, we're wrong and, about that one. And you know, a couple of people said. At Ninto5555 said, for the record, I do like Survivor and it's fun listening to you two just trudging through it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really enjoying it. You know, I probably said this already. I'm enjoying it. I am, you know, when Survivor, the next season of Survivor comes, whenever that is, I am going to watch it. Um, I'm back in on Survivor. Um, But it's certainly a, we're just kind of like, even though this is like incredible gameplay, I'm still like sort of confused the entire time. That's the thing. I I don't, I want you guys to know, like I am enjoying this. I think it's a really fun, well done show. It's just, I'm so used to feeling like an expert watching big oh, brother. Cause we that are. To go to a, yeah, exactly. That to go to a show where I feel so lost and confused. That's the trudging for me. It's not the actual show. The show is fun. It's more just like me trying to understand the gameplay with my big brother brain. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what happens when you and I are you and I are ultra focused. Like we got our mm. PhD. Yes. In, our player hating degree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like we specialize, you know, like, you know, some kids, it's like they're, the kid is really good at baseball and the, the parents only have them pay, playing baseball from the time they're 10. And it's like, no, this kid should be playing soccer. He should be playing track and field yeah. or whatever, too. And it's like we just got too specialized. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly but, what it's like. <laughs> but we're still enjoying it, and hopefully you guys are still enjoying listening. Thank you for joining us on this episode, and we'll see you next time. Bye, Jeff. Bye, Jeff. <laughs>